If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese and Aaron Rosa. What's up? I'm ready. And you know what? It's a great day because it's face-off day. It is face-off day. This, how can you put into words how good this movie is? It's uh, jaw-dropping. Look, this when movie I, was in the '90s. This movie came out when I was ten. I think it was '96, right? '96 or '97. Mm-hmm. So I was like ten, and when I saw this, you know, I I wanted to be a film director, actor, writer, direct. You know, I basically wanted to be. Quentin Tarantino before I even knew who he was. Ah, so this film is what killed the dream. Not at all. Uh, this, <laughs> when I saw this movie, I said, "Wow, I hope I could grow up and I can make a movie this good." That's I, what I thought as a ten-year-old seeing this movie. You were like, "I hope I can have the same Dove budget that this guy has." Oh, absolutely. Look, here's the thing: in '96, everyone thought this movie was fucking awesome for sure. Everyone thought this movie slapped, like the kids say nowadays. This was a 90s uh, movie. It was a 90s movie for I, sure. I mean, no one thought it was overacting and terrible. Uh, everyone just thought it was awesome. Because this was back when America was awesome, and you could make movies like this, <laughs> and, you, and no one thought it was dumb. It's like, yep, that's awesome. And watching it back, I mean, it, it's the best worst movie of all time, I think. Correct. Right? For sure. Yes. Like, and- it's so bad that it's fucking good. It's amazing. I mean, there's movies uh, like Fast 7, which is one of the best worst movies of all time. But like, is it But is it bad? Is it so bad it's good? It's just, yeah. it's so good, it's good. <laughs> I mean, like, you could make that argument, but I laughed throughout this whole movie. Yes. But I, I, it's so right. entertaining because of how insane it is. There's just so much joy in this movie. It's 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 so fun. It's Even though it's perf- very dark. <laughs> it's such a perfect storm of insane and stupid and Nick Cage. <laughs> and it's just perfect. And it's full, full of one-liners. Yes. Like, a, sure. like a great 90s movie is, you know? Right. Like, I would say... 
uh, I would say Independence Day is a legitimate good movie. You know, like yeah. it's a great popcorn movie. There's nothing like you go watch it back and you're not like, oh, that's stupid. You know, like like this movie. It's but a classic. You're not laughing at Independence Day. Sure, there's jokes that you're laughing with, but there's so many moments in Face Off where they're trying to be serious. Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, they cast the two biggest over actors in the history of right. the world. And each one of them. Continues and, try to overact and each other. They also hired the biggest over director of all time yeah. in John Woo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. If there's a way to make a scene land, he will find it. Yeah. So, no, uh, this movie is amazing. I mean, I would also say, like, uh, Armageddon is. It's kind of like, you know, in that range where it's so bad that it's good. Really? I would put it more closer towards Independence Day. I would I would say Armageddon's more good than bad, but it it you know it is pretty. The whole premise is ridiculous, wow. and we probably have to review that one day. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> I mean that, that's get the, that might be the way the world ends, Andrew. Well, I mean, this is this is maybe too easy, but this is more The Rock, and I mean, obviously, it's right. more The Rock. This is more The Rock. This is just like a slightly dumber The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, slightly. Oh, I, I would say maybe full dumber. I would say way dumber. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, Nicolas Cage isn't. This is full Cage. You yes. know, like this is hundred percent Nicolas Crazy Cage. Like uh, it's yes. Cage face. I yes. feel like this movie is dumb and dumber. But if it was serious, yeah. If it was serious, trying and to be serious and with God. You probably sure. could replace both actors on each uh, film right. and do that. Imagine like Jim Carrey. Right. And uh, what's his name? Alrighty then. Uh, Woody, Woody played... Harrelson? No. No? Woody Harrelson. Right? What the fuck? It wasn't Woody Harrelson? No. What I'm just having a. I'm name? just getting old, so I'm forgetting names now. Jeff Daniels. Oh, I did not shit. look it up. Woody shit. Harrelson, Josh? I, I don't know. Take a mulligan on that one. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, imagine if Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels did Face Off, and then you had Nicolas Cage and Travolta do Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> God. I wish there was... Like, one day after we're gone, there's going to be some... Like simulations where you could actually see that. You could actually put on some glasses and you could actually watch a Dumb and Dumber movie <laughs> with Nicolas Cage and John Travolta just because the technology is going to be amazing. Well, with those deepfake videos, one I day it might happen. I was just going to fucking say with the AI deepfake shit, mm, yeah. you could put their faces in voice. You could put it. their faces, but, right. but you want to you would want to see what Nicolas Cage would, would do right. like in that role. Like Nicolas Cage would have to be Jim Carrey's role. Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. Like, hold that plane! <laughs> it's okay! I'm a Leno driver! You know, like, <laughs> and then you got Travolta shitting on the toilet. <laughs> oh my God, I want this so much. I want this so bad. The alternate universes. Yes. God, that would be amazing. So yeah, this, uh, this is going to be face-off heavy. Uh, there's only a few things uh, that I have to talk about. And I think uh, Josh... And Aaron only have maybe one or two things as well. So there's not going to be a lot of news and rumors this, this week because mm -hmm. we have a lot of face-off to talk about. Face -off. Uh, but we also have to thank five. Oh, oh. God, I keep belching. Jesus. Uh, I have to thank five <laughs> new patrons. Five. Five, five, five. Uh, we are now at 105. Holy shit. Wow. Patrons on... Uh, the Hollywood Hogwash Patreon yes. page. We are steaming closer and closer to one million every day. One wow. million. Maybe don't say wow. steaming. That's steaming? Charging? It's charging kind of, closer and closer. Sounds a little more poopy. 
Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. charging. We're charging. Yeah. Steamy. Uh, we're charging closer to one million every day. There we go. Charging is better. There yes. Cleveland steaming. To- <laughs> okay. Now we're. we're going no. So we I reckon. Hot Sanchez. I recognize these. Na- a hot Sanchez. I don't know. It's a dirty Sanchez. Dirty Come Sanchez. on. Stop, Josh. Didn't you ever see that screech video? All right. Uh, so uh, uh, a big thank R.I.P. you. A big thank you to the Rizzler, Jack Goodwin, Red Shirt Guy. Andrew Pelton and Roll Up Connoisseur. Shout out to Red Shirt Guy. I like that. Yes. Nice, nice shout out. Thank yes. You guys. I recognize these names. Uh, they belong to another Patreon group as well. Thank mm. you for joining the universe. With thanks us. for thanks for doubling down. We appreciate that. And if you want to uh, join in on the fun, go to patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. We're currently going through The Last of Us. If you haven't watched The Last of Us, it's the fucking best thing going right now. Yeah. Uh, it's such a great show. Two For the love episodes of God, left. Do yourself a favor and watch this show. Yeah. Yes. Did you watch the last episode? Yes. Yeah. And what'd you think? Oh, it, uh, It's amazing, it, right? It, yeah, I didn't get to do the podcast with you guys, but it was so good. Yeah. And there's two episodes left, so join us. After that, we're going to be diving into The Mandalorian, we're season three. Pedro Pascal. Uh, shelter, yes. uh, shepherds, another. Young We're only reviewing uh, Pedro Pascal things <laughs> on uh, the Patreon. No. That's right. After the Mandalorian, we're going to Narcos season one. Pedro, you better God. make another fucking show because we're going to run out of material we, here. No, uh, but we are also going to be uh, releasing a bracket uh, this month of March. I've a already bracket. Yes, we are. I've already what? reached out to our uh, patrons who are already here. Uh, we're doing the best TV intro of all time. So that includes wow. theme song and the visual of the intro, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's going to be really fun. I mean, you've got classic ones like Cheers. Uh, there's also Sopranos has a great intro. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, that's right. Uh, You're going to have, like, the Peacemaker going peacemaker. up against the Simpsons. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. I, that's impossible to pick. It's going to be great. I, I always have a hard time with these brackets, picking one. I mean, mm. if The Simpsons versus Peacemaker, that's that's fucking insane. Because Peacemaker's be brand new, but that intro is so fucking good. It's iconic, even though it just has one season. I already yeah. kind of have a dark horse candidate, but I'll save that for the bracket. All right. Well, yeah. uh, thank you, everyone, who's uh, they've submitted their, uh, you know, uh, who they want to be in it. So, yeah, we're going to do that pretty soon. So look out for that. All right. Patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. Now let's get to the news and rumors, a.k.a. the Hollywood Hogwash. Uh, This was interesting. We're actually recording Saturday night, and during an appearance in the UK Saturday night at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, Ryan Reynolds uh, casted some doubt on a sequel for Free Guy uh, I know me and Aaron saw Free Guy. I loved it. Josh, did you see Free Guy? I still haven't seen Free Guy. You didn't see Free Everyone Guy? Everyone said it's like a clean version of Deadpool, pretty much. Uh, no, it's no, more... I mean, it's no. Ryan Reynolds, so sure, it's PG-13. It's more like Ready Player One, but I actually like mm. Free Guy more than Ready Player One. Okay. I, I, I would say it's more Deadpool than Ready Player One, but it's kind of like a combination of those. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, okay. he's it's basically... Like, it's basically like he's living in the Grand Theft Auto universe, like a Grand sure. Theft Auto game. Yeah. 
Well, but it's great. Some things don't need yeah. a, a sequel, so you that's kind of good. You should you check should it out. Really check it out, Josh. You but add it to really the watch good. list. Well, Reynolds did say, yes, there's a potential to do a sequel, which would be fun. I would love it. But also, like, does everything fucking have to be a sequel? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's okay just to do a movie and have it kick ass and then everyone go home. I kind of love that quote, to be honest. <sighs> I'm yeah. kind of with you, man. Of course. It's, yeah. There's way too many sequels, and most of the time, the sequels suck. I, look at Jurassic Park. Look yeah. at Fast the and first Furious one, 10. The first... Oh, shut up for a second. That's the only <laughs> thing that needs infinite sequels. Oh, don't uh, Jurassic Park 1 is a perfect movie. Yes. It's one of the best movies ever. And then they made all the sequels, and they all suck. Until they got to Jurassic World, which yeah. was good. It was it and, was kind of like face off. And it was well, no, <laughs> it was they, so bad. It they was just kind of no, they remade Jurassic Park. Basically, it was okay. It was it, it they was did not more have, than okay. It they, was good. It does not even compare to the original. But well, of course not. But it was still saying. very good. But from what Andrew well, was that's saying, like saying, well, it's not good, fellas. It's not no, the Godfather. That's, that's just, what the fuck that's does a that mean? Stupid argument. I don't know what you're talking it's not about a now. It's, I, when did I compare it to Goodfellas? You I'm just comparing said, no, it's not the original. I'm comparing it to the fucking original movie, Jurassic right, Park. It, right, and Jurassic Park is one of the best ten movies that have ever been made in history. Right, but that's, what, that's unfair. What Andrew's saying is, after you make that one, you hit a home run. You don't need to try to hit another home run because you're not. You're going to hit doubles, maybe a single. You might even strike out. Even if you yeah. like Jurassic World, the characters in that movie, like the action was cool with the dinosaurs and the parks finally open. Those kids sucked. Every every character in that movie was fucking annoying, except for Chris Pratt. He's the only one that wasn't like just worthless. I agree there. Yes. Well, see, that's my point. I mean, the first one you had Jeff Goldblum, like all the characters in that first one were good. Even the annoying kids were good. Sure. You know, that's, that's my point is okay. a lot of these sequels are terrible. And... Certainly, they've made they, how many Jurassic Park sequels now? I mean, they've and most of them are terrible. It's, That's uh, my point. Phew. Fair yeah. enough. You know? All right. So, yeah, uh, agree with Ryan Reynolds. I don't think we need a sequel to Free Guy. If you saw it, the ending is perfect. Yeah. And making a sequel would just ruin that ending. And that's something yeah. that they do with a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first me, Matrix is a perfect ending. Yes. It did not need a sequel, yes. and they made three. I made th- yes. this, that, that's where I'll fight you. I loved all three of the Matrixes. Loved them all. <sighs> and the fourth? Well, the fourth, I don't really count as a Matrix movie. Okay, but what is that the first one was mean? the first one had a perfect ending. It didn't need a sequel. You can I, agree I, on that. I, I agree on that, but I wanted to see more of that universe. I, don't, I never really wanted to see more of the Jurassic World universe. Well, it was Jurassic Park at the time. Jurassic Park Park. Yeah, yeah, Park World, whatever. What are you talking about? You must have been like eight years old when Jurassic Park came out. I'm sure you were like, when's the next one? Nah, I wasn't a dinosaur guy. Oh, they scare you. I, they oh, it's too terrifying. scary. They were I wasn't terrifying. Yeah, for a real. dinosaur guy. Yeah, he, have he you seen fuck a Tyrannosaurus you. Rex? Have you fuck seen you, a Tyrannosaurus Josh. Rex? Are you Those kidding me? Those things are huge with teeth the size of arms. They can crush. No, thank you, sir. Josh, just say T-Rex because you can't say the actual name. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Just say T-Rex if you can't say it. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Eh, I said it perfectly. No, you did not. Perfectly. All right, let's move on. I didn't know this would cause so much uh, trouble. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. All we said was Ryan Reynolds doesn't want a sequel to Free Guy. And And we we, all agreed. (laughs) And then we got all the way to Josh not knowing how to say 
Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Eh, wrong. All right. So while speaking with Total Film, actor Taron Egerton, um, he's the one that played uh, uh, Elton John in that movie, a couple uh, in Rocket Man. Oh, okay. He was also in the uh, the first two Kingsman movies. You know the good ones. Yes. Oh, right, 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 right. right, right. Uh, he responded to the rumors of him playing James Bond, which that to begin with was is ridiculous because like in Kingsman he's basically playing James Bond. So for him to play James Bond in that and then to do it again as actual James Bond would be redundant. But he said, uh, I think they've already got someone and it's not me. I never really... I mean, he's not very big. No, he's very short. Yeah, I couldn't imagine him being an actual James Bond. Yeah, me either. Hello, I mean, my name is Pint Size 007. Right. Yeah. I mean, what's so weird is like, where the fuck is Michael Fassbender been? I haven't seen him in years, and I think I always thought he would be a perfect James Bond. He would, yes, he's dude. Bul- he's bulking okay. up. He's bulking up. He's I think I've ready. said this before on the show, but in X Men First Class, when he goes to Argentina and executes those two fucking Nazis in the bar, yes, and he's got the gun and he's pointing the gun. Pew, pew, like, that was such a James Bond scene. It was oh. so fucking good. The way he held the gun, I was like, holy shit, he's James Bond. Interesting. He would be a great James Bond. I never thought of that, but that's great. Yeah. yeah. Great love casting, to see that. Andrew. Great Thanks. casting. It's probably not going to be him, um, but we'll see. It's just weird because if you saw the last one, it doesn't even make sense to keep doing it. But whatever. Yeah. It's a franchise gotta... that will never die. Well, but... <laughs> Well, All right, look, it's been a fucking a year and a half. In, in the last spoiler, James Bond movie, spoiler alert, in the last James Bond movie, Uh-oh. James Bond spoiler alerts. All right, uh, yeah. I won't reveal anything, but he spoiler alerts. You had yeah. two fucking years to see the movie. They killed him off. Oh Jesus! Just tell everybody already. They killed him off, and then the credits roll, and then at the end it says James Bond will return. He blew up. No, 007 did. But, you know, no, there's no, no, no. always going to be another. No, 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 no. They already, they already killed that whole uh, theory that James Bond is, is a different person. They killed all that. Because they were playing in the movie, there was already another 007, and it wasn't, it wasn't the, a James Bond. Yeah, the black girl. What was her name? I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. She was actually fine in that movie. She was actually attractive, too. Uh, the, the, yeah. the thing about these James Bond movies is like... <clears throat> they always look good on paper. The sequel, like the trailer, looks good. You've sure, got you know true. Daniel Craig, and then they get a really great actor like Christoph Waltz, or uh, and then they barely use him, and then they're barely in it. The last one was good, and then um, what was the guy? Uh, what's his name? Remy, Remy, Remy Malik, Remy Malik. He was good, and then he just at the oh, it was such a flawed movie at the end. Yeah. Like it was like, wait, he just kind of just gave up for no reason. Okay, whatever. It was it was shut the fuck up already. They just don't seem to get that they need to just step back and wait like 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Because there's nobody just chomping at the bits every three years for another James Bond movie. I mean they always do well. There's a few of those people out there, but they need to just step back and just take a break. Yeah. Take a beat and let But they won't because it always makes money. The movies always do well. Yeah. The thing is like Like they need some great directors to make Bond movies. There were rumors that Tarantino was gonna do one. Obviously that didn't happen. 
There was rumors that Christopher Nolan was going to do one. Could right. you imagine? It'd be the best James Bond movie of all time. Christian Bale is James Bond? Well, I mean, that's not well, necessary. It wouldn't, even, but... <laughs> it wouldn't even be a James Bond movie if Nolan was doing it. Well, it, I mean, it would, but he would just make it better. Like, it would actually be, like, you know, an interesting story and very interesting characters. But, yeah. Unfortunately, James Bond is just probably going to be what it is, what it's always been, which yeah, is great action. But like not a great story and like a just fucking a lot of ladies. Well, sure, yeah, and cutting yeah. away when the penis is inserted. Oh, Anyways, true. yeah, very true. <laughs> uh, moving on, Deadline reports that actor Jack Kessie has been cast to play Hellboy in another reboot of the franchise. Another reboot. I know it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> David David Harbor played Hellboy in 2019. And that was not well received, so they're how doing did, it over again. How did that not work? Did you see it? I did. The did guy, you like it? I didn't see it. I don't remember a ton of it. Wow, it's, that's, it's, not, a good, uh, that's not a good, not a good sign. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a few years since I saw it, but you've got Harbor, who you know everybody loves from yeah. Stranger Things. Right. And I think most people liked the original Hellboy movies. How did that not Perlman. work? Yeah, I don't know. They've been trying to know. figure out Hellboy for so long, you know, and they just haven't been able to get it right. Jack Kessie is best known for his role as Black Tom in Deadpool 2. So he's not a really, he's not a well-known actor. Uh-huh. Uh, he was that white guy in the movie who was named Black Tom, and then Cable accidentally shoots him, and and Ryan Reynolds yells, You killed Black Tom, you racist! <laughs> it's a very funny movie, uh, f- uh, funny moments in the movie. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Uh, so this is very interesting. Uh, in Northampton, Massachusetts, officials have greenlit a plan to create and install four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle themed manhole covers Ooh. to celebrate the fact that the franchise was originally created there. Huh. Like, that's a weird reason. It, well, the guy thought of it. He was living here when he thought of it. Interesting. Um, and to pay for it, the town is using $20,000 of their COVID relief funds oh. that was intended to help rebuild the fucking town. <laughs> and they can get away with it because uh, it's for manhole covers? $20,000 for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's How funny. fucking stupid are you, really? I like the Ninja Turtles, but that's stupid. What are they going to do? It's just going to be manhole covers and they're going to pay some artist to fucking draw on it? Yeah, and what a distraction that is because you know people are going to be like, got to take a selfie. Yeah, like people are going to go to Northampton just to take a photo of the manhole cover and then leave. That's you know what? I don't need to go to Northampton. I'll just see the photo online. And I'll be like, that's it. I don't need to go to Massachusetts for that. From Google Images. Is the manhole cover going to explode with water and Ninja Turtles are going to pop out? No. This then is, I think I'll be okay. This is where the turtles were born. What a, underneath this manhole cover. What a stupid waste of money. What, what a, such a <laughs> stupid like, idea. We've got $20,000 in, in, in our funds. I mean, it's just sitting there. What are we going to do with it, guys? Put that to anything else. There's only one place that anybody wants to see those manhole covers, and that's in New York. Yeah, that's where, they, that's where it takes place. It's in fucking New York. That's where it takes place. Such a waste. Not in Northampton, Massachusetts. Yikes. That's fucking crazy. Uh, fucking Patriots fans. What are you going to do, you know? <laughs> uh, well, while you're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I know me and Aaron had some uh, something we are going to bring up. Uh-oh. Uh, it was the uh, the list for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 
Mutant Mayhem movie. The cast yes. list has been revealed. Now, yes. just to just to clarify, this is still going to be a cartoon. Yes, yes. And it's produced. Cartoon. It's being produced by Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. And uh, I think he's writing it. Writing it as yeah. well. And it's supposed to come out in theaters this year, August 4th. Oh, wow. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, okay. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of people. John Cena is going to be in it. I know people are about that. He's going to play Bebop and Rocksteady. What? He's both? Both. Okay. I mean, you've well, also, do the do I the. Don't, I don't think that's right. That's not right. He's, he's not playing both of them. John Cena will play Bebop and Rocksteady. I, I think that article's wrong. That's okay. he's not playing both of them. Okay. No way. What? Where was your research, Aaron? Well, didn't you have it on some, I thought somewhere? you had research too, brother. I didn't think I was going to have to, Josh. I thought you... Look, I joined this podcast a few months ago. You've been on this shit for like a year, bro. Uh, we on. also we also have Ice Cube is going to play Superfly. Uh, Jackie <laughs> Chan will voice Splinter. Yeah, okay. Yes. So Josh fucked it up. That's John what it Cena says. is Rocksteady. Yes. And Bebop is being played by <laughs> Seth Rogen. There we go. Oh, Lord okay. Jesus. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yes. Uh, yeah, we've okay. also got Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Ooh. He is going to be playing Baxter Stockman. Who's uh, that? Who's Baxter Stockman? Sox- Baxter Stockman. He, he was, he was the, the, the scientist that turned into the fly. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Hannibal Bar- Burris. Burris? Am I getting that right? Oh, Jesus no. Jesus Christ. I can't remember. But he's funny. He's hilarious. Hannibal Burris. Burris. He used to play on uh, uh, 30 Rock. He's yeah. going to play Genghis Frog. Okay. Um, Maya Rudolph is going to be Cynthia Ultron. Post Malone. Post Malone. I mean, Paul Rudd is going to be in here as well. Mando Gecko. Okay. I mean, this here's- is a who's who's cast of Hollywood. Okay, Boy, but here's, <laughs> here's, here's the most important... Who yeah. is playing Casey Jones? I don't see that on see IMDb. On I also don't there. see a splinter. They can't do the shit without Casey Jones. Uh, did you mention Jackie Chan as Splinter? I did. Yes. yes. You did? Yes, okay, did. I missed that. Did you, Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd as well. Mondo Gecko. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is a this is a who's who's cast. Are they really not doing Casey Jones in this? Well, not only that, I mean, that would be really lame. Maybe it's a surprise. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Not only that, I mean, we have we, Shredder. I, I I don't see a, a list for Shredder right now. Right. And also don't see Krang. So I, I would imagine Krang would be in this. Maybe they are. Well, I mean, are they going to put every villain in one movie? Well, I, don't know. I mean, they've got every fucking buddy else well, yeah. on that cast list. I mean, how can you not have a movie with Shredder? Shredder is the main villain. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you have well, Bebop and Rocksteady, you maybe they're planning on doing a few of these. Who yeah. knows? Or maybe they're just holding back some of the cast. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of excited for this, even though it's a cartoon, we'll uh, an animation. But, I mean, Seth Rogen, he really hasn't stirred me wrong. Seth oh, Rogen, okay. the last uh, uh, Seth Rogen is great with Invincible. I know he does a lot with that. The boys. The boys as well. I mean, Seth Rogen's on fire okay, right so now. So apparently Seth Rogen is not writing this. I but maybe he's directing but it. No, 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 no. He's a producer. He's producer. producer. Okay. okay. Yeah. Him and Evan Goldberg. I knew they were producing it. I thought he was also writing it, but he's not. Okay. I mean, the guy it's funny he's more of a producer now than an actor. He kind right? of he you is. Know? Yeah. He mm-hmm. is. And, and maybe he's also maybe he also feels that way because he's like, if he does a comedy now, they're just gonna try to cancel him. Mm. You know? Yeah. Cause like, can you do his movies today? You really can't. 
You don't think Zach, Zach and uh, Mary make a porno? Uh, Zach, Zach. Well, that was Zach and Mary make a porno. That wasn't one of his. That movies. was a Kevin Smith. That movie. That was a Kevin that, Smith movie. Yeah, that wasn't his. Oh. 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 What was the last movie he starred in? Like The Long Shot in 2019, with uh, which one was that one? Uh, with Charlize Theron. I haven't seen that one yet. That one's pretty good, but like, that's like the last big movie he starred in 2019. I don't know. So that movie. he might be. Uh, it might be done. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. He's he's one of the best. But yeah, we'll see what he does with the turtles. Anything else, Josh? Uh, I did have one last thing. Uh, so after the success of Cocaine Bear, we're going to be getting success. another jacked up animal in theaters or a streaming service near you sometime in the future. Uh, from the people that brought you Sharknado, they're going to be making Meth Gator. Yes. Well, okay. Meth Hold Gator. on. If it's the Sharknado people, at least they'll fucking give us what we want to see. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you think Tara Reid will be in this movie? I hope not. Yeah. Please, God. Meth Gator. I imagine it'll be similar to all the other Gator movies they've made. They could just make Meth Tara Reid. <laughs> Meth Tara Reid. <laughs> that is Meth Tara Reid. Yeah. That is Tara Reid at this point. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, it looks like we might be getting more um, animals on drugs. <laughs> well, I know Elizabeth Banks said she wanted to make a cocaine shark movie right nope you're done <laughs> nope. didn't she say that after this yeah oh no nope. you're but done but i mean it was so come on cocaine bear was terrible no i'm still not gonna get that so our fans agreed with me a lot of them loved cocaine bear it was a fun romp through the woods with bear escapades that's that's fine they can like that movie but i am not gonna watch any more of that no uh, then finally, uh, actor Tom Sizemore died oh. in his sleep on Friday at the age of 61. Uh, he had suffered a brain aneurysm uh, in February on February 18th. So I guess that's what led to it. Yeah, that sucks. He was a mess. Well, he, he always had problems mess. with drugs. Yeah, problems with drugs, problems with uh, domestic abuse. He yeah. he was a mess. I think that the two movies I remember most for Saving Private Ryan, of yes. course, and Black Hawk Down. I know a lot of people remember remember him from Heat, but yes, Heat was, and Heat and uh, Natural Born Killers. Yes, mm-hmm. he was great in both of those. He was one of those guys. I didn't realize he was in Passenger Fifty Seven. He he was one of those guys that every time I saw him, I I could swear. He was in a Tarantino movie, but I don't think he ever was. So Tarantino wrote natural born killers. Okay. But he didn't direct it. Yeah. Um and I think let me find let me find this out real quick because uh Seymour yeah, so he was Scagnetti in Natural Born Killers. He was detective Scagnetti in Reservoir Dogs when uh Mr. Blonde when they show his backstory Right. They were like, "Who's your parole officer?" And he says, "Seymour Scagnetti." Oh, that's so Scagnetti that's supposed fuck. to be that's supposed to be uh, Scagnetti's brother oh. from Natural Born Killers. Yeah, interesting. <clears throat> okay. So I always thought that was a cool little thing by Tarantino how he connects his films. Wow. Well, rest. But in they, peace. I know that they changed a lot of Natural Born Killers from the script to what the actual movie was. So much so that like Tarantino refused to see it. But I still like the movie. I like Natural Born Killers. I thought it was good. Hmm. 
and you know that was like Woody Harrelson's breakout movie. So yeah, uh, that is all we've got. Uh, so now it's uh, face off time. Yes, face off. Face off. Uh, me and my friends. Okay, thank you. Me and my friends love this movie so much that we made a parody of it when we were in high school. And I still have the video. <laughs> Wait, like, uh, are we getting that uploaded? I really shouldn't. <laughs> you don't want to make that a Patreon special? I, I, I mean, I could if you guys want to see it. It's the stupidest <laughs> thing you'll ever watch. I kind of want to see this. It's the dumbest thing you'll ever watch in your life. But it's but to me, it's hilarious. To me and my friends. Like, so uh, I was... Hold on. I was Travolta. Uh, my friend Steven was Nicolas Cage. And then we had um, we had our friend Eric play everyone else. It was, it was just the three of us. So so like every scene where like someone's just getting shot, it's just Eric like <laughs> just getting shot, and he'll play like the wife, and he'll just like put something over his head to look like you know it, it was so dumb. And that was that's what actually became the inspiration for Eric clones. Because I was like, what did we have? We just have like Eric clones like playing all the different roles. And then we're like, oh, let's make an Eric clones thing. I mean, you guys can watch that if you want. Just Google (laughs) Eric clones on YouTube. Some really stupid (laughs) shit. But maybe I'll put the face off. We call it the face off director's cut if you guys want to see it. Uh, But I will. Again, it's the stupidest thing ever. That's amazing. Yeah, that's how much we love this fucking movie. Especially (laughs) since I know the people now. I know Steven and Eric. Yes, yes, you do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, the movie opens in, it feels like a dream sequence, like Travolta's dreaming, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like it's got like that weird glaze about it and we've got Travolta and his son and he gives him the, the face waterfall, which, you know, you see 50 more times in this movie and that's one of the easiest things to make fun of is the face waterfall. Oh, for sure. They do it so often, but no. When you're talking about a dream sequence, it's it could be a dream sequence for either Travolta or Cage because you also got <laughs> you also got Cage in the background like yeah straw like he's sitting well, with his sniper rifle he had with a his, soda with his heat with but probably like, has his is, feet up in the air. It's a park with a carousel, okay? Right. It's a park that has a carousel, and then somewhere Nicholas Cage is just on a grass field. With a sniper. Where is he? Because they, ne- they never show, like, really how far he is from Travolta. He needs a sniper. But apparently it's this giant field. I just picture- Like, he's going to assassinate JFK. Right, on the grassy knoll. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, like, that, that scene, I just pictured Travolta like this. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Cage. Nicholas Cage like this in the background, just waiting. And also, uh, Cage... <laughs> playing Caster Troy, has a mustache. And I think they just did that to be like, well, we have to show that this was, you know, years ago. Right. So, of course, years ago, he would have a mustache. <laughs> and then four years later, he doesn't have a mustache. What was it, four years later from the shot? Like it was a, It was like three or four years, something right. like that. But, like, he has a sniper rifle. He could have just walked up and shot Travolta in the head, like, point blank. Like, there was no... Re- like, Travolta was on the carousel. He was not... You know, thinking about anything else, like he just walked up, bam, shoot him in the face. But no, he's got to snipe him. And I mean, the first minute of the movie, a fucking four-year-old kid is dead. Yeah. Dead, bam, four-year-old kid is dead. 
That is some fucked up shit. And that's how we start. That's how we start the movie. 90s action. And like Cage could have just finished Travolta off right there. But he just watches. He's like, oh, I killed his son. Well, I guess he's had a bad enough day. I'll leave. (laughs) Also, when Travolta grabbed his son, it was so obvious watching it now that it was a doll. Like that wasn't a real person. Like before he gets shot, that's a real kid. But then later when he goes, I guess they couldn't get the kid to stop moving. So they just were like, yeah, put a doll there. Couldn't do the dead arms. No. Yeah. So then we fast forward a few years and we see Caster Troy planting a bomb in the, uh, what was it, the L.A. Convention Center. Yeah. Uh, And that has to be the longest timer on any bomb ever. Right. Right. Who who puts a bomb in there and sets the timer for 23 days? 23 days? (laughs) (laughs) Like what? <laughs> so fucking so weird. odd. I could understand maybe maybe twelve hours. Get out to of there. get out of the city. Right. But twenty three days. That's even so even random. two days. <laughs> two days. Two days. I want to get out of the country. Oh, and I next, have to... next month is fine. I get maybe his idea was like I'm going to plant this bomb. I'm leaving the country. Then it'll go off in three weeks. They possibly won't think they're not going to think it's me. I've been gone for three weeks. Yeah. That's my alibi. I've got an alibi. Even though, like, the software has my name all over it. Uh, So, yeah, he's also dressed as a priest to sneak into the L.A. Convention Center. Although you don't really need to sneak in. I mean, everyone's there. Yeah. And there's a, a, a choir of children. That was creepy. And, like, you first see Cage and he's, like, he's all dancing to their singing. And then he uh, he has an orgasm while grabbing a, a teenage girl's ass. Yeah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And then he's like, oh, oh, and he just fucking comes in his pants, <laughs> grabbing her like. ass. He, it's it's the it's the Nick the the classic Nicolas Cage face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's well, that's one of the more popular Nicolas Cage memes for sure. Like, oh, I mean, he's, yeah, he's full Cage. That's what you call it. Full cage. He's this full cage whole, in this whole movie was full yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah. But it, it was crazy. Like, I know we're going to get to it later, but like everyone was Nick Cage. Uh, everyone yeah. was being full Nick Cage in yeah. this movie. It's fantastic. <laughs> so they get on their plane to escape. And what's weird is that FBI agent woman is there. She's in the plane already. Mm-hmm. So she knows where Caster Troy's going to be. She was already there. So why is Sean Archer and the fucking entire FBI late if they knew where he was going to be the entire time? Right. Not but they're only, fucking late. Not only that, you know, why doesn't she just try to stop them herself? Well, she was too busy sucking his tongue. tongue. <laughs> right. It's so if confusing. I, if I were to let you suck my tongue, would you be grateful? And then he sticks his tongue out. It's so fucking gross. And she went right for it. She didn't even think about it. What's also hilarious is like every woman in this movie is so into Nicolas Cage. And he's never been considered like this great looking man. But I mean, Like this hot stud Nicolas Cage. But he's got the charisma. No doubt he does this in person, right? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Also, like his brother's watching him make out with this chick and he seems to be into it. I thought he was pounding in the background. Pollux Troy is uh, very creepy, and I think he's watched his brother fuck before. Probably. So Sean Archer shows up, 
He's with his partner Tito in the car, and he's driving <laughs> towards the plane. And he's playing chicken with an airplane. And Tito's even like, you're playing chicken with an airplane? <laughs> but of course, Sean eventually, you know, pulls off. Well, you know why he pulled off, right? Why? Because uh, Caster Troy put the FBI woman in the front. And was and so apparently Caster yeah. Troy, I mean... Uh, John Sean. Tra- Sean Archer could see. Right. He said, oh, fuck. Well, didn't he know she was in there? He knew, but that, but he didn't know until he put her right up in oh, there. Oh, well, if I crash into the plane, then, <laughs> I mean, I'll die. <laughs> uh, that FBI agent was terrible. Because she's like, freeze, FBI. It's like, just shoot him. You're the FBI. Right. This guy's a domestic terrorist. Like, just shoot him. Bite his tongue. And Pollux Troy stops her. Yeah. She's awful. Weak. One of your Sean... And then he has like another mini orgasm. He's like, mm, ah, and he shoots her in the back. Uh, she goes falling off the plane. So sad. Yeah. Uh, then Sean manages to get in a helicopter, and the plane's still like on the runway. <laughs> like, what is taking so long? This runway is 10 miles long. It's almost <laughs> as long as the Fast Six runway. That's right. But he gets in a helicopter and he's like slamming on the top of it to stop the plane from taking off. Then finally, Sean uh, shoots the engine. The plane crashes into a hangar that explodes with beautiful fireworks. Right. So weird that there was a fireworks factory right there at the airport. Very odd. Very crazy. And then Caster Choi jumps out of the plane. He gets his two golden guns, jumps out of the plane sideways, and shoots some cops in midair. These were the guns from the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage. The unbearable way to massive talent, yeah. Massive talent. Wow, they connected the universes. Well, yeah, that was the whole point. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Pollux Troy gets arrested. Sean and Caster uh, face each other. Face off for the first time. There's so many face-offs in this face-off movie. But that's not it, because they're also going to have their faces off. See, it's a double entendre. You get it? (laughs) Uh, You didn't get it. Wow. Uh, they point their guns at each other, which is always funny in these movies because in real life they would just both fire at each other right. immediately. Mm-hmm. You don't like point each other. Yeah, that's just not how it works. And uh, like again, Cage here was amazing. Uh, Travolta's like, you know, shut the fuck up. You watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> and then Caster pulls his trigger, so but it's stuff. empty. So Caster gets on his knees and he's like, uh, "I think you better pull the trigger." Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just this, like like his weird mannerisms and stuff like that. It's so I'm ready, amazing. ready for the big ride, baby. <laughs> I could picture him doing that. It's just so crazy. It's, I mean, his last words, apparently. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. Right. It's a callback for later in the film. Oh, right. Yeah. And then uh, Caster Troy pulls out a knife, but Sean kicks it and pushes pushes him in front of a jet engine. That just like made him fly like fifty feet or whatever. It would have melted him in real life. Like right. that's where his face should have melted off. Right, right. The actual face off, and then we would have had to rebuild his face. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 jet engine would have totally just that uh, would have been him. great if we showed up to watch this movie and the movie's twenty minutes and it just ends with his face getting melted off right there by the jet engine. I mean, this credits. This whole action scene would be the final scene in any other action movie. Yeah, like this, right. this this opening action scene is so epic, 
And they're like, don't worry, we're going to outdo it in the like at the end. It's like, holy shit. Right. How? It, it also makes sense, too, because like the title, Face Off. Oh, his face melted off. Yes. Oh, okay. I get it. Right. We don't need face swapping. No. <laughs> uh, so Sean goes home to his daughter who's going through a rebel teen phase, and he tells his wife, I got him. It's over. And she's like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I'll take a desk job and everything. She's like, oh, my God, I'll even go to therapy about Michael. And she's like, oh, I just want you, Sean. He's like, yeah, I'm totally not lying and I'm not going to take it back his in wife, five minutes. His wife looks so weird. Joan Allen? Joan, Joan Rivers, maybe. I mean, <laughs> it was Joan crazy. Rivers. She looked like, I know Aaron said it funnier. Aaron, tell us about how you feel about Joan Allen. <laughs> Look, this woman is so strange in this movie because at the same time, she looks both 60 and 37. She really does right. look 60 I, I, years old I in this can't, movie. I can't tell how old she is in this movie. I looked at a it's recent bizarre. picture of her and I was like, holy shit, she looks more attractive now than she did in this fucking movie. It's crazy. Yeah. She probably is 60 now. She was born in 56. So. But yeah, it's crazy. Like you said, Aaron, she, at... at Two times she looked like she was a grandmother and also someone that was also like 37. The other strange I mean, like thing. now she's 66. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The other weird thing was she's supposed to be the wife of an action hero in a 90s movie. Right. And like this whole movie, she looked very matronly and she was dressing like a grandma. And it's like, right. this is not action movie stuff. This right. is odd. Yeah. Every other 90s action movie, it's like a just a. A gorgeous <laughs> a, a supermodel is like his yeah. wife waiting at home. Yeah. Right. So back at the office, they find out about Caster's bomb, but Pollux won't talk. He says he I'll only talk to my I'll only talk to my brother. And he does that creepy thing with his pinky. You know, he's very weird. Oh, yeah. He's a nerd. Nerds are weird. They are 90s. weird. Yeah. Uh so some woman that works in the FBI tells Archer, I have an idea. <laughs> and that's her first plan. Like they talk to Pollock Choi for five seconds. He's like, oh, I'm talking about... Like, torture him. Cut off his fucking creepy pinky. I bet you he'll tell you where the fucking bomb is. Right. He's supposed You're to be You're the this, FBI. He's supposed to be this great FBI man. And, yeah. you know, they apparently have 26 days. They're what? like, we only have 26 days. <laughs> Guantanamo, bitch. You got to take, take your face off. Sorry. We have to... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Guantanamo ex existed during this period. No, we can't send him to Guantanamo. We got to take his face off. So <laughs> they go and they show. Archer thinks Caster's dead. Then they take him and he's like, oh, you're keeping him alive. Oh. And then the doctor explains the science. Sorry, the science yes. to Archer. Magic? The magic? The, the mad. That's right. That's more... That's more accurate. The magic, magic. Uh, might as well have been from Hogwarts. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I learned this in Hogwarts. Essentially. Uh, bing a boom, you're switched. <laughs> By the way, they're different blood types. Yes. How would this work? Well, I mean, it they would be dead instant. Like you'd yeah. be dead. I don't know. You're about different blood types. They would be dead very soon for sure. <laughs> they even bring this up at multiple points in the movie. Right. So Sean, at first, he's like, no, this is fucking crazy, because obviously. So he questions Caster's girlfriend, uh, played by Gina Carano. She was smoking hot back then. Yeah. Gina 
Gina Gershon. Gershon. Sorry, yeah. not Carano. Jesus. Gina That's Gershon. Okay. She's attractive. Uh, Both yeah. hot. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Both hot. Uh, interviews her and her brother, who's, you know, uh, he's like, hey, Sean, how's your dead son? Uh, and then Sean responds by almost shooting him in the eye. So he's like, no, I heard something about the 18th. And that's it. I guess that's how they know that it's 26 days, right? Something like that. So Sean goes back home to tell Joan Allen that he has one more mission. And at first she's like, no, but then he just face waterfalls her until she relents. She's like, no, you told me. Oh, oh, okay. It makes okay. sense now. Oh, it my makes God. sense. Just stop doing that. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> It's, I mean, you're it's full of germs. It's not, that's not good. I mean, it's so many, so many calls to touching faces here. It seems like everyone has to touch someone's face in this movie. It, yeah. Uh, it's a movie should, about faces, Josh. We should just start yeah. doing that with Josh. Like, hey, let's go to bar A tonight. No, let's go to bar B. Josh, Josh. Uh, yeah, Josh. but then we'd have to touch his face. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. No, go ahead. It's fine. I exfoliate. So the he decides to go through with it, and Sean's partner Tito, he's like, "Don't go through with this, Sean. You, I changed my mind. I, I heard Castro's got AIDS. <laughs> oh. He's like, you're gonna get AIDS. <laughs> no, he didn't say that, but it would have been great. He probably should have. It might have. It might have scared him straight. You're gonna wear his face and get AIDS on your face. Yeah, you know the, the fuck, Sean. The crazy thing about this too, because uh, uh, CCH Pounder pointed out that he's a vegetable. Who? Uh, CCH Pounder. Okay. Uh, right. That he's a vegetable, but he's he, a vegetable. Even though Castor Troy's a vegetable, I mean, shouldn't someone still be guarding? Someone him? should watch him. I mean, of course. Why is he in this facility just alone? Probably the biggest flaw of the movie, really, when you think <laughs> about think it. So for sure. And there's a lot of flaws. There's a lot of flaws. So as for the procedure. This is how they do it. And as a kid, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. But I was 10. (laughs) The doctor just uses lasers to cut around the face. And then they just take something and they suction the face off. (laughs) It's the noises too. So they just cut around the outer rim and then they just suction. Suck it off. The the nose, the lips. Yeah. You can't. It's all. You're all. It's all attached to muscle and tissue. No, it's fine. It moves around so easily. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh Oh. my god. There would be so much blood everywhere because you're ripping the skin off your fucking face. You would kill them. How much cocaine were these guys on when they wrote these movies? Who who wrote this movie? That's the more important thing. We got to find that out. Look that up. We'll find. Also, the pop sound when they take the when the face comes off. Remember, Josh? It was like. <laughs> <laughs> and so they show Sean his new face. They explain that you know they're gonna give him liposuction and make him skinny. They show him give they give him a haircut. <laughs> That's another thing too. Like you know, in this medical facility, yeah. where they're doing this really important medical procedure, where you probably don't want any germs or anything like that. They're like. Let's give this guy a haircut. A haircut too. during the procedure. During the like while they're surgery. suctioning his face off, uh, they're doing geez. Mike Werb. Mike Werb and Michael Colliery. So who, okay, they also, they also wrote, he, one of them also wrote The Mask. That was good. Sure. Uh, after face off, Lara Croft, Tarzan. Yeah, not good stuff. Uh, Michael Colliery uh, wrote uh, The Firehouse Dog. 
Yeah, thanks, Josh. Yeah, no problem. Mm -hmm. They were a writing team, so they wrote a lot of stuff together. But yeah, after Face Off, Lara Croft, Tarzan, Firehouse Dog, and yeah, so like really nothing after this. They just popped one big cocaine nut in the 90s, and that was it. So yeah, Sean wakes up. There's no like recovery. Right. Like, you know, you've seen people get plastic surgery. Like you get a nose job, and it looks like someone just... Punched you in the fucking nose a hundred times. Your face would be so fucking swollen. <laughs> of course. You'd fucking look like th- it'd be like three sizes too big. I like it when they're putting the face on. They're just like, oh, just need to adjust here. here. Massage it. Got it. Not only that, like you're, the like, surgery took five minutes. <laughs> like they're str- plop. <laughs> they're they're fixing the bones and then they're doing the cosmetic stuff too. Like uh, we've got to make them a little bit skinnier. Don't worry, we're gonna put a six pack back in you, buddy. Make sure you 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 give me back this scar for later. I want this scar. It reminds me of the time that my son died, so I want that scar. The funniest thing that I thought that I saw during this during this scene when he was unwrapping himself and looking in the mirror was. Fuck you! So, so uh, John Travolta has a hairy chest. Uh-huh. And when they did the face swap, when he woke up as, you know, Nicholas uh, Caster Troy, Troy, you know, smooth, smooth. They shaved his chest. Saved his chest. Uh-huh. You know, it's crazy. But he also didn't have the thing. But, well, yeah, they removed it. But then later we see that his chest hair has grown out fully. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. So very strange. Then he's like, "When this is over, I I want you to take this face, and and burn it." It's like, yeah, all right, sure, we can do that, buddy. Maybe just burn that, burn the whole body too. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they put a microchip in his throat to make his voice sound like Caster, because that's how that works. Yep. I love how it only took like two minutes to get that. Uh, here, around. Aaron, open wide. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> microchip, Peach. I can eat a peach for hours. They're like, one more time. Peach. I can eat a peach for hours. All right. Ding, ding, ding. We did it. All right. We don't have to use this confusing technology anymore. Got him. That was easy. So then Sean is casters put in prison with uh, metal boots to keep him from running. It's this very, very high security prison. Mm -hmm. And instead of cameras to watch the prisoners, we see the guards looking at monitors. And the monitors just have red and purple dots. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's red and purple dots. It's like, what could you couldn't even find out what's happening looking at this monitor. Like, it might as well be the Matrix. Wouldn't it be better to have cameras to show the prisoners, to show the prison? But no, it's just red and purple circles everywhere. Well, I guess they don't want footage. <laughs> They're just moving around randomly. Footage, because this is like a black ops type of thing or whatever. It's off the books. Off the books, off the grid. Yeah. Well, it's certainly off the grid. We find that out later. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron noticed that Thomas Jane was that fucking prisoner who recognized Caster when he first arrived. The fucking Punisher. I still can't see it. Love you, Thomas like, Jane. Like, I could see it a little bit, but it's like, holy <laughs> sh- I can't believe that's him. That's I crazy. S- I started thinking that maybe... Eight years later, he would murder Nicholas. He would murder John Travolta in the Punisher movie. That's right! That's right! Yes. And, I'm, and, and in the Punisher, he started off undercover with the shaggy hair. Yeah. Maybe he was here undercover. Another movie where John Travolta 
over X. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, not as much as face off, but almost. <laughs> he over like fucking. Oh, my God. In that right. Punisher movie. By the way, quick little side note. If there's any Punisher fans out there like me, Tom Jane was the Punisher. Bernthal was the Punisher. But if you want to see one of the best Punisher things you've ever seen, there's this short on YouTube called Dirty Laundry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With Tom Jane as right. the Punisher. Dude. And it's it's... It's great, but it's also like fuck. It could have been this good. It, it, it could. It yeah. could oh Instead of like what they made, it was so good. It made me angry that we yeah. didn't get more of that Punisher. It's go right. check it out. It's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so someone jumps Sean, and he's getting beaten up for a bit. But then he looks at Pollux Troy, and he gives him the cage face. <laughs> They play fucking you know metal music and he beats up the guy while yelling I'm Caster Troy I'm Caster Troy and he's like he <laughs> 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 goes from crying to like screaming uh, and fucking amazing so many Nicolas Cage uh, um, emotions all in one scene oh yeah and it just goes from like insane to crazy and insane mm-hmm. like that's that's the that's the range that's yeah that's his two ranges <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, caster no face Troy wakes up, uh, again, no one's there to watch him and he's fucking screaming, like his fucking weird ass scream. Like he's a fucking walker from walking yeah. dead. It's cool. Cause we're going to deal with it. <laughs> oh yes, we're going to deal with it. And then his boys get the doctor who's like, what do you want? And this is actually a legitimate cool shot. <laughs> Because you see, <clears throat> you don't really see Cage's no face, but you see the reflection through the doctor's glasses. Mm-hmm. And you just see Cage, and they put ketchup all over his face. Right. <laughs> I guess. He's like, what do you want? Take one goddamn guess. <laughs> that was a great, Pretty great good. moment. Fucking, fucking one of the good. best lines of the scene. Uh, so back to the prison. Uh, Pollux Troy somehow doubts if his brother is really his brother. <laughs> Right. So he's like, well, what's my medication? Like, he's testing him to make sure. He's like, well, only you would know what medication I was, but Even Sean Archer. this looks like my brother, and yeah. I have no idea that face transplant technology <laughs> yeah. exists. I don't right. know if you're really my brother. Yeah. Right. Like, why would there be any reason for him to doubt that it would be him? Right. Of course. So then, you know, he gets the medication right, and Pollux is like, oh, they're talking like... uh Sean's baiting uh, Pollux into telling him, he's like, oh, yeah, when that bomb goes off, it's going to be great. He's like, oh, I guess the LA Convention Center will have to do. And then Sean's like, thank you. You're so fucking pathetic. I can't believe you didn't know that that this is me, Sean Archer, who took your brother's face. I fooled you by knowing what you medication. You fucking idiot. How did you not fucking know about Black Ops technology, you fucking shit? How did you not know about face-off transplants? You idiot. Yeah. You almost sniffed me out. So then they tell Sean you've got a visitor, and it's him. Caster Troy as Sean Archer, a.k.a. Travolta playing Nicholas Cage. Fucking it's the greatest part of this movie. My God. Ooh, you good looking. You're hot. Fucking as the doors open, he's he's got the newspaper yeah. up to his face. He's playing so coy. Oh, oh, so great. <laughs> How did he not win best actor for this performance? <laughs> 
No, no fucking shit, right? It's like looking in a mirror, only not. But you were you were in a coma. It's not like having your face taken off can wake you up or something like that. And then Caster uh, tells Sean he killed the doctors and his co-workers who knew. So you're going to be in here for the next hundred years. Fucking amazing. And you see them getting, you know, set on fire and everything. And and then he's like, oh, I've got to go. I have a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. Oh, my God. I mean, make love, make love. So then Sean starts choking Caster and he's like, die. Until the guards beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And I think the, the best point to be made about these performances is that when Travolta had to take on Nicolas Cage's character, he committed and decided to be Nicolas Cage. Right. When Nicolas Cage has to play Sean Archer, he can't He do just it. continued to play Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I meant. Everyone was doing like Nick Cage. Like, that's not Travolta's... No. That's not Sean Archer. That's that's uh, Caster Troy. That's so and that's why this movie is so fucking good. Because we got two Nick Cages. Yeah. That's yeah. what this should have been called. The dueling Nick Cages. <laughs> If they get somehow, it's both movies or both characters are just caged. They're twin brothers. Uh, so then Caster Troy drives home to Sean's home, but he drives right by his house because, you know, give me a break. Every house on this block looks the same. You know, how- but then I saw you, Eve, that 60-year-old, 30-year-old going on 60. I saw my grandmother. And at first he likes her, but then he checks out Sean's daughter in her underwear. Because we all know Caster Choi likes underage girls. It did seem like... But you know yeah. what? You know what? He was very respectful in this movie. Very respectful. I guess I, you forgot the end, which we'll, we'll talk about well, that later. Well, until the end. But while <laughs> yeah, he until was, the end when he licked her face. Yes. But while he was... Daddy's brand new bag. Peaches. <laughs> while so he respectful. was in this role... He actually played a very. Well, but he good, had to. He played a very good father. But he had to. He played. He could have been because if he licked her, she'd probably be like, "Did well, that's you switch of, faces with my dad?" That's out of character. <laughs> I'm just saying. He Hold was, on a minute. He was very respectful. This is bullshit. <laughs> He's got to play the character. Papa's got a brand new bag. Ow! And she's she's like, yeah, all right, cool. She's she's fine with it because he lets her smoke. Yeah. And then Caster gets his brother out of prison. Sean tries to tell the guard about the bomb. John Carroll, played by John Carroll Lynch, who's been in a bunch of fucking movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he doesn't believe him. He just steps on his hand. Aww, like, that's fucking mean. What an asshole. Made you glad he got burned alive in Volcano. <laughs> what <laughs> that's a fuck. Right. That's right. So Caster tells Pollux to confess. This has got to be not a plot hole, but just s- stupid character, like... Just dumb character motivation. He's like, oh, confess to the bomb's location. And then Pollux is like, what about our $10 million? And Castor says, what about when I become an American hero by stopping the bomb? What's that worth? Thank you. Next question. It's like, not $10 million. What that's worth is a regular-ass job yeah. making about 60 70 a year. Right. 
And well, you didn't. That's why you're a criminal. Is you didn't want that fucking life. Listen, exactly. In about thirty or forty years, it might have started to pay off, and you might have started getting a couple million dollars. Yeah, maybe get a four hundred one k. Maybe yeah. eventually you'll get. <laughs> uh huh. Started He's investing like, in two some or three stock. million. Pollux, I'll yeah. get a pension, <laughs> and then we could just live in a one bedroom apartment together. Pollux, I'll have a pension. What's that worth? Huh. <laughs> Jesus. And like Paul's like, yeah, you're right, bro. Sounds good. Fuck the ten million dollars. No, let's let, let's split one government salary between us. That'll be our retirement. <laughs> not, 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 not only that. This is stupid. I'll be an American hero. Yeah, for a day, and then they won't give a shit about you. Uh, let's say this. Let's say this. Okay, that this plan actually worked out. Yeah. And you know, Caster. Everything works out. Yeah. Um, uh, John Travolta stays in prison. Right. And, you know, he lives with uh, with his wife and all that stuff. Yeah. How do they eventually, like, how does Pollux become part of the family? <laughs> no, it's, that's the alternate ending where instead of bringing home the son. He brings uh, home Pollux. Like, He's like, we've got a new son. And it's this 30-year-old fucking nerd. Like, hey. Hey, and he's stepsister. Like, he's like, hey, everybody. And then instead of the face waterfall, he does it with his pinky. He's like, hey. oh my God. Pinkies, everyone. Fingers, everyone with his pinky. I love you, the 90s. So, oh, Jesus. Caster goes to where the bomb is. And the fucking Bob Squad guy's like, I can't fucking do it. I can't do it. This is the best bomb I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's just like, all right, get the fuck out of here. And with two seconds left, Caster stops the bomb, which should have rose maybe some questions, right? Like- well, I think I think what you're supposed to believe here is that Sean Archer got Pollux Troy to tell him what the bomb code was. Mm, right, you know, okay. and uh, so that's that's the deal there. But two mm. seconds left. I like the little I like the little moment where he puts in the code and it doesn't work at first. Right. Right. And then oh, it's like, shit. oh, is he about to blow up? <laughs> you know, that's fucking great. You saw some doubt in his eyes for a second. But then it works and then the girl shakes her titties and it's like, oh, you, mm, you maybe this it. being a government hero is not a bad thing. Yeah. So he's the big hero. They interview him on CNN and another one of my favorite lines uh, <laughs> Sean Archer's in the prison. They've got CNN on the big TV that usually just plays nature videos and sounds for them, I guess, to calm the prisoners. <laughs> and you've got Caster Choi as Sean Archer, and he's she, and, and the woman's like, What do you have to say? And he's like, Looks right in the camera, and he's like, Interception. Now our ball, our side's got the ball. Sorry. <laughs> it's <just> like so. <laughs> God, it's so great. Uh, interception terrorist. Right. We're winning. So Caster gets a standing ovation back at the office, and he apologizes for being an asshole for all these years. And then his assistant or his, you know, secretary is like, sir, your wife's on line one. The president's on line two. Will you tell the president to hold? And it's like, that's actually a legitimate badass thing to say. Right. <laughs> like, that belongs. Like, that's, that's a fucking great line. Mm-hmm. Like, legitimately. Uh, so then we have date night where Eve comes home and Castor Troy. I guess the idea of cucking his arch enemy is, you know. Uh, that's probably a little bit erotic, uh, erotic, right? Yeah, I guess that's, you know, that well, intrigues him. Gotta yeah. be it. I'm going to cuck my arch enemy. And yeah, he lights 100 candles and fucks the mother of the son he murdered. Wow. 
Some that, fucked up shit. That's got to raise some uh, pretty interesting ethical questions. We also saw when she took her shoe off and she was like rubbing her foot and he started to fucking bust. It was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. So all evil people have foot fetishes. Those two go hand in hand. Maybe. Really? Somebody sounds a little sensitive. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I would say that. <laughs> wow. I thought that was funny, though. That's pretty funny. Uh, so back in the prison, Sean's desperate. So he punches a guard, you know, takes a cigarette from him. Can I get a light? And he gets sent to the electroshock therapy machine. And Sean tells the other prisoner there that, you know, he's like, oh, I didn't fuck your wife and I didn't fuck your sister. And the guy's like, that's good enough for me. Sure. (laughs) I believe you. That's fine. Let's team up. I believe you, Caster Troy. Uh, Well, he just did have his brain reset. So let's let's give it a little bit of leeway. That's true. It's probably like he's probably lobotomized a bit there. I mean, thank God the guard lit a cigarette for him beforehand, right? Yeah, so he could burn that one guy's arm (laughs) and then escape the prison. (laughs) Uh, All from one lit cigarette. Oh, and Sean has to bait, like straight up murder a bunch of innocent guards. Right. He sure does. And I guess it's like, well, it's okay because these guys are assholes, right? So he, so when this movie is all said and done, he never gets prosecuted for any of that, right? <laughs> no, not at right? all. It's all fine, right? No. He definitely has a kill count that's pretty high. Yeah. They blamed it on Caster Troy because it's not like they're going to tell the world this story, right? Right, like, hey, they switch faces. You know, oh, what are we? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? <laughs> you know, this shit happens. You swap faces. Ah, face off. Ah, fuck, shit. So, uh, they overload the system, and we have more fireworks on a. By the way, an option on the screen where they had option one, two, and three. One of the three options was system overload. <laughs> So this was yeah. this was built into their software where they could go. Which one do I want? Well, one, two, or system overload? You never shut down the prison. You never know when system overload is going to come in handy. It might yeah. it might be useful one day. It will. Oh, that's fucking great. I'm like, what what is that? Just in case, like, they, so they find out about this place. And they have to just drown all the prisoners. <laughs> all right, guys, you're free. Go outside. And they just push them off the cliff. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Fucking great. Overload the system, uh, which is just fireworks everywhere. And then Sean really tries to save that prisoner uh, after murdering all those guards. But he yes. really tries to save him, but he falls to his, he falls to his death. Right. right. Well, he's the ultimate hero, right? Cause, well, because he just murdered a fucking bunch of... Oh my god. Le- legit the one, prison the, the, cards. The, the, so what? I have to give him one hero moment. That the prisoner helping him grabs an AK and the one guard's like, hey! And he's like as close as I am to Aaron. <laughs> Just shoots him like 30 times. I, th- this is what I love about <laughs> 90s movies is when you have kills like that, you'll yeah. have a guy with a machine gun, and one guy not even trying to defend himself is just like, <laughs> just getting annihilated. It's beautiful. Yeah. So Sean gets to the roof to find out the prison is in the middle of the ocean. No! Damn. Oh, fuck. And the helicopter gunman couldn't hit him after firing thousands of shots. Even though he's trained. Yeah. Uh, so Sean dives into the water. And the hell, and they're hel- they're just like, okay, I guess he's dead. We can leave. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, fine. Why not just wait thirty seconds? How long can this guy hold hold his breath for? Maybe two minutes max. Right. Why don't you wait two minutes and see what happens? No, that's fine. Not only that, it's fine. 
I mean, like, first of all, we don't know how how far away they are from the has to be miles from the land. Has to be miles. This, this motherfucker swam. Well, I you mean, you can see land. Well, well, they showed but you a so shot. Far. Yeah, it, it, they showed you a shot. You could see land, but it's a super far it's swim, miles away. It's, it's so fucking far. Yeah. So back at the office, they tell Caster that Caster Troy is dead, uh, but his body hasn't been recovered yet. And Travolta's like, it's, it hasn't been recovered yet. They're like, sure, no, he's dead. He's like, oh, you must trust me. He's already here. And he was right, because the very next shot is Caster Troy just back. He's literally at the hospital. Yep. Yep. He swam. <laughs> he somehow got back. He's dry. He's very dry as well. So he's not even wet. That was nice. Uh, uh. So, yeah. He the first thing he does is he calls Caster Troy, who's like, "This is Sean Archer." Well, if you're Sean Archer, I guess I'm Caster Troy. Just to let him know, I'm here, bitch. You know, not the best of plans, but well, that was a great line because that's telling him like. All right, motherfucker, yeah. you want to take my life? Right. Well, now I'm going to jump into yours, and I got all your fucking criminal empire at my fingertips. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so back at home, Caster saved Sean's daughter from being raped on his driveway uh, by the guy by the guy from that 70s from show. From that 70s show, who I think, who I think in, is a rapist in real life. He's right? either oh, a wow. rapist or wow, a wow, pedophile wow, wow. or maybe both. Maybe both. He got, some well. into, he got into some shit. Like, yeah, maybe don't try to rape the daughter of the super cop in her own on, driveway. On, on their own driveway. That seems like a plan that was not well thought out. Well, yeah. Rapists aren't the smartest of, of people. I don't think that guy's the smartest of people either. No. So Castro gives Jamie some much needed counseling and gives her some protection that will come back to haunt him later. And he tells her next time Tyler takes his pants off, stick this in his thigh. So they're going to go on another date? Yeah. Right. Oh, so good. On your next date. He just tried to rape you. Here's what you do on your next date with him. He's yeah. not a bad guy. <laughs> he, he just, just he just he's misunderstood. Ah, boys will be boys. That's uh, what did he say? If you dress like a clown, sometimes the ghouls come out. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Pollux calls his brother to tell him that Sean's with his girlfriend. Pollux likes to watch. We know this. That's right. Because Sean goes to uh, his uh, caster's hideout and he gets caster's golden guns. And then Sean gets high and tells the bad guys his plan and gives them way too much info. Like his his fucking alarm code. Mm -hmm, he tells mm -hmm. them his own alarm code. Mm -hmm. And then he laughs his ass off. How do you know he that? <laughs> Because I've been fucking his wife. <laughs> I uh, how sleep this man, with his wife. How, how this man kept a straight face doing this scene where he's just doing those laughs and just going like, yeah. <laughs> and not losing his mind. There's, wow. there's scenes like that in Bad Lieutenant, which is such an amazingly bad movie as well with Nicolas Cage. <clears throat> there's one scene in Bad Lieutenant where he's, he's so high. He's with Val Kilmer and he sees iguanas and he's like, what are these fucking iguanas doing on my coffee table? And Val Kilmer's like, there ain't no iguana. Yeah, there are. There ain't no iguana. And then Cage hits him. He's like, what the fuck is that? It's fucking iguana. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. Interesting. It makes no... And Val Kilmer's just like, the fuck is going on? 
I kind of want to see that movie. I mean, you should. It's amazing. So uh, that's when we have the most uh, famous line from this movie where he says, I'd like to take his face off. I'm sorry, what? His face off. Beautiful. And then amazing. he's like, face off. Face <laughs> off. His eyes, nose, skin. It's coming off. <laughs> isn't, it, it, and, and here's what's so great about this movie. It, isn't the story that that was not in the script at all? No, of course not. And, and like, How could that be in the script? And like this is such a like 80s, 90s movie thing where they say the title of the movie oh, yeah. in the movie. Right. But it wasn't in the script and Nick Cage was just like, fuck it. Fuck it. Let, I'm Nick Cage. Like, I'm going to do it. Maybe. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm sure most of this wasn't in... Most of what Cage does is never in any script. No, no. Especially this, probably the scene afterward with Gene, oh my Gina God. Gershon. He looks at himself in the mirror and he, he calls himself Caster Archer. Oh, yes. Caster Archer. And then he makes the craziest... The. The craziest Cage face ever. The Cage he face. Just, And then Gina Gershon walks in, he turns around, and he's like... With the same face. Like, hey! Hey! What's up? Everything's fine. I'm fine. And you know what? The and then she tries to fuck him. She's into it. No, she slapped him first. Right after that, she's like, is this what you want? Huh? And he's like, get off me. You're not Eve. Oh, boy. Uh, this movie's amazing. So then uh, her name's Sasha. She introduces Sean to... Caster's son, who looks almost identical to Sean's son, Michael. Mm-hmm. Even face waterfalls him and calls him Michael. Not a red flag at all. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> More face It's like, you're freaking out our son. It's like, well, yeah. Why would you introduce him to this psychopath? Right. Oh, Lord Jesus. So then Caster and the SWAT team show up and instantly start blowing the place up. Which is weird. Like, Sean... I, or I don't understand Caster's motivation here. I mean, obviously, he wants to get... He wants to get Sean, but you're just going to kill all your friends and your girlfriend and everything? I guess it's just at all costs. He just doesn't care. He didn't know that he had a son to begin with, right? So oh, it's you just can't blame him for that. Damage. But the little boy has headphones, and they play some music. And we're supposed to believe that he's not hearing the gunshots, right. the right. screaming, this, all the people dying. This kid didn't react to anything. I mean, just, it's pretty great. Just listen to Somewhere Over the Rainbow while you're watching all these people get shot to death. You'll be fine. And then at one point, Sean has to dive to save the boy because one SWAT guy was just going to unload on this kid. All of these, like, multiple SWAT guys were opening fire on this child. Yes. <laughs> just That's an sh- evil child. So many of these SWAT guys were trying to shoot through this kid right. to get... And I'm still confused why Caster shot his best friend in the neck on purpose. He was aiming at his son. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. No? No. 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 He stepped in front, and then he had a big smile, shot his friend in the neck. Like, it would have made sense if he found out earlier that his friend informed or something. Right. Or if maybe there were other FBI guys in the room watching him. No, he was all alone. Well, I'm saying that would have made sense. He's just like, fuck you. And it's like, okay, because Caster's crazy, I guess. He's a wild guy. He's like the Joker. He's a bad guy. He'll just do whatever. And then the best friend makes out with his sister before dying. Mm. That's his sister. And he's like, and then uh, 
<laughs> he's, he's holding his neck. Yeah, there's keep blood, blood spurting out of his neck. <laughs> and he's like, hey, we had some good times, right, man? Was, you know, we cool. had some good times. <laughs> so then we have Sean and Caster facing off again. Oh, oh, face off. And, I gotcha. uh, you know, coincidentally, they're on opposite sides of a mirror. Mm. That was actually good Good scenery. Uh, that was good cinematography. like the last shot of the trailer. I always remembered that shot from the trailer mm. where Travolta's like, let's just kill each other. And then they turn and the trailer ends. But they look in the mirror and they're both looking at the man they want to kill. That's brilliant. That's great. So no, that's good cinematography work so right there. Uh, and they're both so good that when they shoot at each other, like fucking Neo in the Matrix, they dodge those bullets. They miss all of them. From yes. five feet away. You see them both move their heads and, and dodge the bullet. Right. Train fucking killers and whoops. <laughs> I know they had so many bullets and missed them so much. And then a few minutes later, Sean ends up like swinging on a rope on the roof and he hits Pollux. And Pollux falls to his death. That whole scene's kind of weird. It kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I forgot why he was swinging on that rope to begin with. But he does. I guess just to catch Pollux? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it really made a complete sense. And then Caster starts crying and the FBI guy's like, why are you so upset? It's just Pollux Troy. Bam! <laughs> Shoots that guy dead. Oh, and then he was all sweet and tied Pollux's shoe. And somehow, yes. and somehow, even though he's supposed to be an FBI agent that just murdered right. another cop. Yeah, with his registered FBI with gun. With his registered <laughs> weapon. It's like, nope, that's fine. That's not going to get tracked back to me at all. What do you mean? I'm in charge. What What do you mean? <laughs> I'll I'm, take care of this one, guys. I'm the boss. I'm fine. Yeah. This is fine. Uh, I mean, basically, yeah, because after that, he murders the fucking chief for constantly busting his balls. That's He's right. He's like your classic... Like, really, like, 80s chief where he's like, Oh, Sean, what are you doing? You're fucking blowing everything up all the time, goddammit! You never follow what? our directions. Blow half the city block. <laughs> and he just, like, kills him. And then he's like, oh, call an ambulance. He's just had a heart attack. And then it's like, I don't know. Seems like he was karate chopped to death to me. <laughs> Your fingerprints were on his face Not- and his neck. Hey, sir, the autopsy came back. He was karate chopped to death. I, I don't know. Wow. I don't know CPR. I thought the karate chops would help. Right. Oh, yeah. No, it was a heart attack. All right. Uh, it was a heart attack uh, brought on by too many karate chops. Oh, okay. I didn't no, know that was a thing. No autopsy on the head of an FBI department. No, no way. No yeah. time for that. Right. Just get right, to the funeral. Right. Get to the funeral. Uh, so Sean goes home and he freaks out because he's got Castor's face. And Sean tells Eve the whole story. He's also like freaking out and screaming. And it's like, you're just making your wife even more scared. Right. Uh, and then he face waterfalled the photo of his son. <laughs> yeah. And then takes the photo. Uh, Eve that night takes a blood sample while Caster was sleeping. And she goes to the office to find out that the blood type was different from Sean's. And I guess that's the whole reason why they had different blood types, even though... It makes this uh, the face swapping thing even more preposterous. So, well, not only that. Okay, so John Travolta is yeah. now back in the house for well, a second. It's not Travolta, but you know what I'm saying. Sean Archer. <laughs> it's Sean Archer. It's, yeah, you know it's hard to keep up. Yes, Sean Archer is when you're back talking in the house. about. It's like Caster Sean Caster is back in the house. <laughs> 
But okay, so he's back in the house and he just doesn't wait for Pastor Troy to come back. He just rolls. Okay, I'm going to roll. Yeah, right. That's true. Just hide there. <laughs> just hide and when wait. When he comes for that home to go to fuck to sleep. Just fucking kill him there. That's a good point. Even if Eve doesn't would, believe, even right. if Eve doesn't believe you like right. tie her up. Still, why would you let this you know why I, would you let this man I, I need in your you house? to believe me. <laughs> I don't believe you. Okay, well. Fuck. I'm just going to wait in the bushes until I see Caster <laughs> Troy then. He's like, "Well, he's going to be home soon. I better go." <laughs> <laughs> right I'm gonna go get pizza I'll be back That's a really good point Ah yeah. <sighs> Fuck Right But I mean Even if he did do that If his wife didn't believe him And no one else believed him At the end of the day He's Castor Troy That just murdered Sean Archer FBI agent And no <sighs> one believes him Well like, I'd like to think that But they could do the blood test after well, no, because they took the blood. Why, why would they, they bother doing the blood, it? Right? Why would they bother doing it? Because listen to me. Because what kind of fucking stupid story? Listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. Yes, you got to listen to me. I got to tell you where we met first. How would Castro Troy yeah, know that? Yeah, she finds out the different blood types, and Sean was also waiting for her there. Very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, uh, like, as soon as... As soon as the blood type came up on the screen, he came, like, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, so I saw you got the results there. And she's like, fuck! She pulls the gun on him, but then he face waterfalls her, and that fixes everything. Uh, he should have did that to his son. Maybe he would have come back. Uh, uh, Since the face waterfall uh, fixes everything. Uh, so Jesus. And then Caster wakes up, so he freaks out. He shows up at the hospital, but Sean escapes in time, and uh, Eve, you know, hurried up and started pretending to work on some guy with with face herpes or something. It Oops. looked rough. You know what he looked like? He looked like. Uh, um, fucking Hank from Breaking Bad when he was the guy in Total Recall with like half of his face was all fucked yeah, up. Right. Yeah, he yeah. Al- he also kind of looked like uh, from RoboCop, the guy that <laughs> he got hit with like the industrial waste and then the car <laughs> s- splatted him. Oh, man. But see, yeah. more face references. Yes. Face. Oh, that guy yes. needed a face transplant. Yeah, yes. for reals. I wonder if he got one. No, oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So then we have the funeral, and you know it's about time we give like a hundred doves in the church. John Wu, right? And the his priest, fucking doves. The priest is you know giving the eulogy, and there's doves flying in front of him, and not just what the fuck, what, and not just one scene like. Nine scenes of doves everywhere. We oh get it, God. John Woo. You love the doves, but so God many shots damn. of doves. At some point, the preacher would just stop and go, "Guys, I'm sorry. We just can't control these doves today." Uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. What are we gonna do? Close the door? Maybe I don't know. What can we do? So Sean has an altar boy hand caster a photo of Michael. I mean, and again, good. it's like, why tip him off? Why tip him off? <laughs> And Castor doesn't give a fuck. He crumbles up the photo of Michael, throws it on the ground. It's like, Jesus. The service ends. They all leave, but then Sean goes back uh, in. That, they all did not leave. The doves were still there. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Thank Fucking you, asshole. Josh. <laughs> uh, Sean stands at the altar, and then Castor walks in, and he, he's like, oh, yeah. And then he poses like Jesus on the cross. And then they cut back and forth. Jesus, Travolta, Jesus, Travolta. <laughs> what the were they trying to say there? Symbolism. I gotcha. Travolta is Jesus. Yeah, but even at that point, he was a uh, Scientologist. 
Well, it was just not only that, it was weird because the scene before, I mean, they showed Jesus already. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was it was weird. It made me laugh. So Castor has Eve at gunpoint and he's like, oh, you know, Jamie's going to be here too soon, you know. Uh, but then Castor's girlfriend, <laughs> Sasha, shows up to back up Sean because, you know, she thinks he's Castor. Then uh, the bad guy <laughs> that brought Jamie, he's like, put, you know, she's like, put your guns down. He's like, why don't you put your guns down? Mm-hmm. He's there. So, like, we have everyone pointing guns everywhere. Right. Jamie's still in the car listening to music, probably. Yes. They all start shooting. Eve hits Castor Troy with a chair. And everyone dies except for the important people. Yeah. Castor, Sean, and Eve. Yeah. And Sasha tells Sean, take care of our boy. Don't let him grow up to be like us right before she dies on him. And then they show the blood. And it's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> I think we got it. She, she died? And right. then you saw the blood. And then you saw the Usually blood. Usually it's backwards. Look, yeah. these people might just think she's going to sleep. We need to put some she's blood. She's tired. Eve, wake up. It's, wake up. It's Mimi's time. Then, like, outside, Caster and Sean are fighting. And Sean throws throws some doves in Caster's face. More doves. That was hilarious. John well, I mean, they're, doves. Oh, doves. They're everywhere. It's true. I wonder if John Woo ever had a moment where he's writing a strip. He's writing script, and wow. he thinks to himself, okay, where am I going to put the doves in this fucking movie? Well, that's all he does. And, and he never stops to think, maybe I've got a problem with doves. <laughs> he maybe doesn't, I shouldn't no, be trying to... He doesn't write the scripts, because he's not the writer, but he does edit them just to insert doves. Right. He's right. like, well, I made some changes. It just right. says doves. <laughs> it every, just says add doves. Every right. director has a fetish, you know. Uh, um, Tarantino. Tarantino with the feet yeah. and, uh, you know. John Woo with John the doves. John Woo loves doves. Loves yeah. doves. <laughs> God. Yes. Uh, so then Jamie sees them fighting, grabs a gun, and she's confused at first, and... Uh, Nicholas Cage is Sean Archer. He's like, listen to my voice. I'm your father. It's like, well, she probably just thinks you're doing a good impression. Right. You know, so mm. she shoots. She shoots Sean in his arm. And then Caster holds Jamie. And that's when he's like, you know, we're going to find out what's in Papa's brand new bag. Peaches. And he licks her. Uh, yeah. yeah. Pretty gross. Yeah. And then Jamie stabs Caster and he runs away. And... Uh, <laughs> Caster's like walking up to an FBI car and they're like, oh, are you okay? And bam, 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 shoots bam, both bam. of them. They're dead. And then like, that's not enough. Like we have a boat chase now. I know. Like so much. Watching awesome. this movie the first time I was like, what the fuck? Now it's a boat chase. Holy shit. This was full 90s, Andrew. This had everything. Oh my God. Everything. We had five cops on a boat who were like, guys, stop it. They're, 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 you know, coming at each other. Like, stop it right now. We have to open fire. And then Caster easily kills all five of them. He yeah. just, he has an Uzi. They're all dead. <laughs> it's, it's like he had one of the Rambo 50 cows just dun, 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 with right. his little Uzi. Just fucking murder all, all of them. Also, in case you didn't know, if you drive your boat into another boat, that causes... That boat to explode, but you just like get fly right you just through fly it. Fly right through it. Get some nice air. Uh-huh. Yeah. While the fireworks behind you go off. You just ramp right over it. <laughs> it's great. They abused these stuntmen. 
Oh, man. They had, some of them had to have died. God, you could just see the stuntman like hanging off the side of the speedboats, just slamming in the water. <laughs> Holy shit. They Sign were up. fucked up. Fucking skiing God. with no shoes on the water. I was like, like, that's pretty fucking they impressive. Kept, and now that, you know, we could watch this in HD, anytime it's the stuntman, it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. It's not Travolta or Cage. They didn't even give them like similar, because now, like, like, a lot of times they'll give them similar haircuts. They're like wearing different suits and, and like, yeah, you could definitely tell <clears throat> it's not them. It was pretty funny a few times. They finally crash on the land and uh, Sean stabs Caster with a harpoon gun and then Caster starts cutting his own face so that Sean has to live with his face forever. He's like, oh, you'll have the same face. Ah. But then Sean kicks Caster in the balls and shoots him with the harpoon gun. So, okay, so his plan was to cut around his face and I guess, yeah. like, crumple it up and then throw it on the... <laughs> I don't understand. Well, he saw... what He knows how the technology works, Josh. I guess. Josh, make sure you don't... Because there's been a times I've had a few cuts on my head and my whole face just starts falling off. It's terrible, So you got to be right? careful. I'm going to show this fuck. I'm going to cut it off. Just throw it right at him. I mean, if anything, fuck. he just take the knife and just start going... Well, because, yeah, when he was doing that, I was like, wait, isn't that where the doctor cuts? Right. You're just helping the process. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to take my face off. Like, he should have just been, like, cutting his face like, right. all over yes. the place. Lighting like, like John Moxley. <laughs> But then he finally shoots him with the harpoon gun and Nicolas Cage screams, <laughs> Because he's still Caster Troy. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and then Caster dies while singing the song from earlier. Maybe. Ready, ready for the big ride, baby. Maybe. 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 True. Face off, too. So then Sean's team arrives and they know the truth because Eve called them on the phone. She was like, I have something crazy to tell you. Because that couldn't just be some crazy offer fucking rocker woman yeah, right. with some insane story right. that you can't possibly hey, they believe corroborate. Her. They mm-hmm. believed her. Yes. She would never lie. She's nope. a doc. She's a doctor. It's fine. Are you okay, Sean Archer? What? What did you call me? You know my name. Sean Archer, sir. Then they put him in the same ambulance. Both of them. <laughs> next to each other. Right next to the corpse <laughs> of this guy he just <laughs> killed. They killed his son. Wow, well, we only got one ambulance. Uh, what, what the fuck are we going to do? Right. What are you going to do? And Sean, I guess they just did that so Sean could get his wedding ring back. Uh, Not fucking kill him more. Fucking just start stabbing him. So then they go back for the face swap procedure. And Sean tells the doctor, he's like, I don't need the scar anymore. And it's not the same doctor. It's not even rem- the doctor has- and the doctor. He should have been like. Sir, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And what? I'm not the same doc. That guy was set on fire. <laughs> that guy burned to death. What are you talking about? That whole lab exploded. All your files were deleted. We don't even have the scar anymore. What is, what that scar? Bur- it burned yeah. up. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck, yeah. And then Sean goes home. He's got his, his original face on. And even Jamie are so excited to see him. And they all face waterfall. <laughs> No. Okay. You're going to get to it in a minute, but I'm, okay. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking like as soon as he got off from first of all, first of all his wife didn't go with him to the surgery, no. which is which is weird. But right. like as soon as he got off from the surgery, he did fucking something really insane. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I got to make a stop." How did he 
get all that cleared so quickly. Right. You know, imagine just, that would be a nightmare. He just shows up to the orphanage. Because he's Sean Archer's super cop. <laughs> can you imagine, just a little side note, can you imagine you're walking down the street in some fucking neighborhood and you look in the window of some house and all of these people in the house are just all just doing this face waterfall thing to each other. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? So they're all waterfalling each other. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I think I need to call the police. These guys are aliens. <laughs> and then Sean brings in Caster Troy's son, Adam. And he's like, this is our son now. <laughs> and Joan Allen is just like, Okay, okay, I'm all in. This she fine. is the greatest wife in the history of film. I, I Man, is she understanding? Cool. I mean, with like, all hold of on. It. You did a face swap. Yep. The 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 our son's murderer fucked me because you went through this, right? And now when uh -huh. I see you, I see the face of the guy that yeah. lived with me for a week, right? Like raping me unknowingly. Yeah. Right. It's a, a lot of crazy question. shit. Like I can never see you as my husband again. And, you know, they, he brings in Adam. Adam's a little nervous at first. But then Jamie, well, waterfall. Not only this, fine. I just thought about this. Jamie should have been nervous. Because, okay, so he was introduced as Caster Troy, uh, John Travolta as his father. And then John Travolta is the one that picks him up, not as Caster Troy. You mean Adam should be confused. Adam, sorry. Yeah. Adam, yeah. So right. the little boy should have been like, who the oh, fuck's Josh, this kid trying to pick That kid is fucked. <laughs> that kid's fucked. <laughs> this, just from what he saw this whole from movie the shootout. Is so confusing. Just from what he saw from the shootout, he's fucked. <gasps> but right. no, Waterfall makes everything everything better. I mean, honestly, if someone just did that to you, you would probably laugh and smile. Yeah, wait, probably. Wait. Face off two is that little boy. Has Castro Troy's crazy genes, and but, he but, tries to kill them all. And, he, and it's been long enough; he can just be played by Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, close enough. Uh, oh. You just give him a mullet. Oh That's man! It. Uh, so all right, so was amazing. The last thing I want to show you guys: Have ways. you ever seen the alternate ending? The what? There was an alternate ending? Yes. No. The what? There's an alternate ending. No. no. Are, are we going to yes. play it on TV? Well, I have it right here. It's only like 30 seconds. Okay. okay. Yes. But just look on the on the computer. Hold on. Let me pull it up here. So they're back home. Travolta, Joan Allen. This is it. Here we go. Sean? Travolta's looking at himself in the mirror. He's kind of freaking out a little bit. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain in a minute. Wait. Oh, he misses he it. Trump. What? Why would you do that? He, mi he misses Why it. Why would you do that? Yeah, I think that would have confused All the right, fuck so out of people. All right, so let's go back. Let's explain what happened in case you're not watching. Travolta's in the bathroom, and Joan Allen goes to check on him. Travolta looks in the mirror and sees Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. And then Joan Allen walks in the bathroom and she also sees Nicolas Cage in the mirror. <laughs> yes. She's like, no! She freaks, ha! Oh! And then they hug and they're like, oh, thank God! I thought you turned into Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it's okay. And then they zoom in on Travolta's face and he gives this little smirk like, 
that's what your guys are drawing. I'm really me. I never left. Which makes no fucking sense. My essence is inside of him. Wow. Even though we have different. So ways. what happened? So I I guess they were both put in the ambulance and then uh Castro Troy woke up. Just fucking stabbed the shit out of Sean Archer, uh-huh. murdered him, mm-hmm. and then got rid of the body, and then just went home and got his son. Jesus, I, I'm thinking what happened. Hilarious. I'm thinking what happened was it's the no, that's the blood. cocaine. <laughs> it's cocaine. Um, so apparently that was the actually the original ending, and it didn't test well. People were like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. They were gonna end the movie. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I think they made that was wow. the. Uh, that was wow. going to be the ending. They had to be test audienced out of that. <laughs> yes. Wow. Both, both endings were insane, Makes but that no one sense. would not have made any sense. <laughs> Makes no sense at Fuck. all. Instead, their choice was let's have a nuclear family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know what? That could be the explanation for the sequel if they ever make it. It's like, well, no, he that was Castro Troy the whole time. He lived with his family for 20 years. <laughs> Jesus. While Sean Archer was, uh, I don't know, frozen. We'll just say that. He was put on ice. Uh, so something interesting I've, uh, I was looking at. Yeah. Um, uh, a website called allaboutthebubblegum.com did a body count breakdown. Yeah. For uh, the kills in the movie. Sure. Uh, Caster Troy, as you know, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, had 26 uh, kills. 12 is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and 12 <laughs> is Tra- uh, 14 as Travolta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Archer... Had four kills, and four of them were as Nicolas Cage. So I guess all four were in the prison. Well, and killing Troy at the end, right? Oh, yeah, that one. If that, if that counted. Him. If that counted. Oh, well. I think yeah. we're counting it for now. Uh, also, um, Sarah, uh, Gina Gershon had four kills. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Why not? Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. That's um, good. Pretty interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of trivia we could talk about but about this movie. Apparently, I forget which way, like, <clears throat> it was either as soon as they finished filming Face Off, Cage left the set and, like, went on to the set of Con Air the next day, or no, it was vice versa. I think it was Con Air, and then he went directly from Con Air to this. Con Air to this. Which is just the best fucking story. Well, I saw that, like, his stretch in 1997 was just amazing. It was I mean, both movie, movies came the out. The Rock and Con Air. Dude, Nick Cage was on fire. I still remember, I don't know if you do, I still remember I went to a movie theater that year, uh-huh. and... This was fresh off Con Air, Nick Cage's like action star of the world right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then here's this thing. And Travolta is fresh off of Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. And he's been starring in other shit. And then here's this holy fucking shit. Nick Cage, Travolta, Face Off. I, I got a boner right there. Oh, absolutely. Mm. It was, oh, my God. This whole movie, watching it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, that's double was, nuts. Was that's that double, yes. okay? I was like, is that all of us yeah. at one time? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic movie. Ten uh, out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten yes. out of ten. Perfect action. We got to do Con Air one day too. Yeah, I think we should do the 1997 stretch, Rock <laughs> and Con Air. Con Air though really is the best out of all of them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. legitimate. It's legitimately better. That's, that's peak 1997. Because you've got yeah. Nicolas Cage. I mean, yeah, with a mullet, John, and he's playing, a, trying Malkovich. to do a southern accent. 
John Malkovich is legitimately awesome in that movie. Yes. And so is Steve Buscemi. Like, mm-hmm. again, it, it's a crazy movie, but but it's awesome. We got to do that one, too, one day. I'm surprised you guys haven't done either of those so far. Yeah. I'm excited you haven't done those so far. Me, too. Mm-hmm. This is great. Right. All right, let's get to some fan questions. Uh, Bobby the Mark Soydam. Hold on. Quick timeout. Yeah. Quick timeout. Okay. Last week, somebody mentioned that I looked like a Peacemaker character. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Vigilante. I finally saw that season this week. Holy shit, I totally see it. I love that guy. I fucking love that guy. Oh shit, you watched the I, whole season I, I, in I wa- one week? I watched the whole season this week. Wow. Awesome. I can't re- I can't remember who it was that posted that yeah, last yeah, yeah. week. Thank you because that guy's my new favorite fucking character. <laughs> I love that guy. He's, awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. He just wanted to be friends. Yes. And the fucking cameos at the end of the season were amazing. Oh, what a great show. So sorry for the the uh, the side thing, but that was sorry. <laughs> that was fun for me. All right, back to fan questions. Bobby the Mark Soydam, he 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 says, "Scream six, anyone?" No. Sorry, man. Uh, no. I watch enough things that I don't want to watch. Sorry, no. not into it. I was kind of out after three. Yeah, maybe that was two. the last one I saw. Yeah, Chief Knockout, but I never was really into those movies anyway. I mean, the first few were good, but I mean, at some point you got to get off. Yeah, Chief Nakahomer, I was four years old, and this was already one of my favorite movies. I would watch it mostly to see Nicolas Cage exposed uh, skin tissue. It freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great sure. scene like we there, talked about. There was like one little flash when when he gets up. There's one little like second, half yeah, second scene. Yeah, where he's scene. going, bra, fucking, oh, and they cut right off, right in, right off. <laughs> it cuts right away, but you see like his red. All the fa- ketchup. For just like a half second, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Pete Garrett, uh, thoughts on John Woo overall, and have you checked out his earlier efforts with Chow Yun Fat? Highly recommend Hard Boiled and The Killer for some amazing action scenes. I have not, but I saw that he did Hard Target. Um, uh-huh. He also did Mission Impossible 2. Um, there was another movie that I saw that I watched that he did. I have not seen a lot of his movies. I've seen Mich- MI2. He, he's one of those guys, I mean, he's obviously a legendary director, and he's, I've, I've always meant to do a deeper dive on his earlier movies, but I've just never gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. What's great I is, still want to. in an interview about this movie, John Woo said that he agreed to do it because he felt like the technology was possible. Into the face off. By the way, I okay. think this was originally going to be set in the future, and they tried to get, they were trying to get Arnold and Stallone to do oh. like imagine like again i want to see another alternate universe where that movie gets made yes know? oh my god yeah if i were to let you suck my tongue would you be grateful like a or no like fuck stallone and travolta like get cage and arnold to be the two guys dude you know what in in the last action hero universe yeah that movie got made it totally <laughs> yes. did oh shit oh john, my john oh michael Moon. you're michael John Woo also did uh, Broken Arrow, uh, one of my favorite movies, too. That's a good yeah. one. Oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot he did that. Interesting. Interception. What now our side's got the ball. Sorry. I mean, not, yeah. not nearly as good as Face Off. No. But, but, I mean, this is 90s. It's a decent action movie. Mm. It's all right. A peach. I can do the peach for hours. <laughs> oh, shit. John Travolta was a bad guy in this one, too. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's too that's bad. bad. 
Uh, PCJ, best quote. It's like looking in a mirror, only not. Yeah. This film feels like it's been forgotten and should be uh, mandatory viewing. Won't be long before Holly Weird fucks it up with a shitty remake. Uh, which female <laughs> actresses would you cast for the two leads? <laughs> uh, oh, that, oh that's that is awesome. Funny. Margot Robbie. Uh, <laughs> playing Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. A serious one. Okay. Jesus. I don't um, know. Who could pull this off? I don't think it could be pulled off. It's like, you know, they, they remade Total Recall, and that was fucking terrible. No. Like, you don't remake these movies. I couldn't see two women doing they would this. Just, I mean, it, the way these remakes all go, they're going to try to do it serious and gritty without any of the fun just, or ridiculous look, of the right, original. Right, this right. Mo- the sequel cannot be released in theaters. It can't. But one of these streaming apps... Like Netflix or Paramount oh, or sure. di- like yeah. any of them could you could make this movie for for ten million dollars because Cage and Travolta uh, are not demanding you know big money anymore. Yes, they're just not. <clears throat> you could pay them like a million dollars each. You can make this super cheap and throw every- it on one of these streaming apps, man. And everybody would want it if you get both of them back. It would be am- of-, they would, everybody- of course they everybody- would say yes. They would say yes. Yeah. Of course ev- they would say yes. And everybody would want to see it. Yeah. They like money, and they're not getting paid right now. I mean, Cage has a better career than Travolta at this point. <laughs> yeah, and Travolta just does commercials where he's dancing. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and obviously Cage is inter- interested in. Oh it. yeah, of course. Uh, the Rizzler. All it took was a head nod for Travolta's wife to agree to adopt Caster Choice Kid at the end. Yep. Yeah. Wow, yeah. my wife would have murdered me if I showed up at the door with some random kid that was the descendant of a Hellraiser. A descendant of the guy that killed our son. Our yes. son, right? Yep. Right. Not only that, I just want to know the com- like the conversation. You do to it get so that he, kid. you do it so that you raise the kid right. He doesn't grow up to be a Caster Troy. He just grows up to be some weirdo that face waterfalls people. <laughs> uh, Tim, here to up Josh's ego. Josh is better than the Pattinson Batman because John got laid and Batman gets no sex. Uh, <laughs> I still think he. I still think he slays. He doesn't though. But he, he turned it down. He doesn't slay. He, we don't need to get into this right now. I think he Robert Pattinson's slay. Batman is a virgin. No, I think he, I think he's late. Sure seems that way. S. Thorne, question for Josh. What number date do you want? What number date do you wait to give the girl the face waterfall? <laughs> do it tomorrow on your date and I, see what she does. I haven't done the face waterfall, but I have touched her face before. And I've like moved hair let's, out of her way. Let's all do it. And, and, and we'll come back. Let's I mean, I can't do it. do it for a few weeks. But like we'll all do it and we'll come back and tell each other oh, see, our reactions. We'll all do it with our has has your wife seen this movie? She has not. <laughs> which makes it even better. There you go. All right. Josh, all you gotta to, do it tomorrow. We all have to try the face waterfall. See how it works. We have to try and just okay. and then we come back and we, we explain what the reaction was. We'll, we'll all report back in like three weeks when everybody's forgotten all about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys could do it, you know, this week and then come back. But yeah, it, we have to do it. That'd be amazing. Uh, Andy Piconi, who is one person you would switch places with, and what's the first thing you'd do? Uh, I've got an answer. Right yeah, there. I would switch places with Kevin Feige and fucking fix Marvel. <laughs> that's a good one. What yes, would you do in your that's life? My answer. 
That's a good one. Like, where am I? <laughs> then Kevin Feige's your is with your family. Josh? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I don't I don't have like a like an evil counterpart that I want to destroy. Hmm. I would switch faces with Tom Ackerley. Who? Uh, that? It says he's Margot Robbie's husband. Ah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll just do that. It's fine. Go. Yeah. Seems like a good plan. Uh. <laughs> Seems like that worked out. Just for a few days. You know, or months or years. I don't know. Yeah, Anyways, that's all for fan questions. Uh, thank you so much to our wonderful patrons. And uh, thank you to the rest of you listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're viewing us. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Hollywood Hog Pod. Uh, please become a supporter of the Patreon, patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. It's only $3 a month. Watch The Last of Us uh, with us. Uh, watch The Mandalorian with us. And... Uh, we're going to have a bracket coming out soon. It's going to be it's very exciting. So fucking excited about the bracket. And uh, next week, uh, <laughs> that 65 movie comes out Ooh. with, uh, what's his name? Where he goes back in time and fights some dinosaurs. Adrian Brody? No. I want to see it. Adrian Brody? I want to see it, but I feel no? like there's a high chance that it's going to suck. Adam Driver. Yeah. I'm, Adam I'm Driver. worried about Jeez. that. I don't know. It looks good. It Maybe does we'll look good. It, it does look good. Let's check it out. Or we watch Jurassic let's, Park. An let's actual, check it out. An actual movie <laughs> about dinosaurs. Yeah. We need, to, we need to figure out what we're doing a lot sooner, but let's just <laughs> stick with 65 for now. Face off. <laughs>